this darkness that surrounds me And it swallows me whole And as the world spins, I begin to cry And I don't know why a part of me dies And I'm stuck behind the moonlight But it's slowly retreating What the fuck is this song about? The words don't make sense And this song is retarded What the fuck is this song about? The words don't make sense And this song is retarded And this world keeps dragging me down And the world is covered in snow And it's blinding my eyes This world keeps spinning around and round and round and round and round Without putting me down No, no, no And all it's cut straight to the bone Leaving me high and dry And I don't know why She's calling me She climbs through the window of love And leaves at the door of hate And left me behind What the fuck is this song about? The words don't make sense And this song is retarded What the fuck is this song about? The words don't make sense And this song is retarded No What the fuck is this song about? The words don't make sense And this song is retarded Retarded Throw rocks through the window of love Step in a puddle of pain And fly through the sky of tears It's killing me And walk through the field of your dreams And burn through the fire of hate It's leaving me scarred It's leaving me scarred What is the song about? Welcome back to the Lopriori Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Lopriori, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Jared Lopriori. Uh, Michael is not here. Michael, I think he has COVID. He just texted me... uh, saying that he can't taste anything that's not good yeah so that sounds like covid to me um i have to be in europe for two weeks so i can't take a chance on getting covid either and he's not feeling well and uh you know our our hearts go out to him is that what we say yeah we love our, him. our hearts and and our, our prayers go out to michael 
hopefully that he's all right, but uh, he seems to be okay. Um, yeah. Today, I wanted to do something a little, a little out of our, not out of our element, but more of like an interview on you because you've, you're new to the show. A lot of people are still getting to know you and stuff. So I said, you know what? I want to bring up some questions to ask you, sibling related, that uh, you could go ahead and answer. Well, you know, I'm an open book, bro. There's nothing you could ask me that that I, that I wouldn't answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think this would be good for, like, the audience to get to know kind of both of us at the same time because they're, like, sibling-related questions. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's, I like it. let's yeah. do it. Let's well, let me, before we get started, let me, how was D.C.? DC was great. DC is a yeah. great town. Yeah, the crowd was great. It was amazing. I'll send you the set. Okay. Um, I think it was one of my best sets yet, to be honest with you. I had a lot of fun. Um yeah, I'm a, I you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna post it on Patreon for people to have it. And then I'll post some clips on like social media, but I'll send you the whole set. It was really good. DC improv's like a great room to play. So it was nice to be able to sell a good amount of tickets. Like 200 people came out, which was pretty cool on a Sunday. Amazing. Um, during football season, so that was that was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, and then it's uh it's off to Europe too. So insane chance on getting COVID and being in Europe like uh no. too much too much money on the line no. uh, for me to do that. But yeah, no, it was great. Good, man. Man. Yeah, I'm loving doing these shows, man. It's like you know sometimes I hate being on the road, and then sometimes I love being on the road. It's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, but I had a panic attack before this show, like thirty minutes before, and I was like, "Yo, like, if I just die on stage, it'd be a cool story." At least, you, yeah, die loving doing what you love, though. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Like, if I can get through this in this moment and this, I don't think anything could really stop me. And I was able to do it. And as soon as I got on stage, I didn't even think about it. So it, it felt good to like get through that experience. Good. Proud of you, bro. Thank you, bro. It was a lot of fun. We're going to get you up there one day. Dude, I would love to get up there. I've been trying to stash and, and write a little bit. You know, I, dude, right. honestly, bro, I wish I could go to every one of your shows. Yeah. Just, just, just to watch you do it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, if if I didn't have bills to pay and I didn't have a schedule that I, that I, that, you know, that it obviously is, is, you know, that I'm obligated to stick to. I go to. I don't think there's a corner of the world that you would do a show that I wouldn't go to. I love that. Thank you, man. Yeah. I go see you do a show wherever you want to do a show. I'll figure it out. All right, let's. Uh, let's All right, let, lay it on me. Lay it on me. All right. Um, what would you change, if anything, about your experience growing up? School. Okay. I think, I think I would have focused on school more. Um I think I think I wasted some some valuable time that uh that I could have spent um communicating and meeting people. I probably could have traveled a bit. Um yeah, school. I think I, I think there was a youthful part of, of education that I cut short by, by dropping out, um, even though my intentions were good, but, uh, probably school. Yeah. I mean, you were having, you were having, you were having sex for sure. Yeah. But shit, I, 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 honestly, 
<laughs> I'd trade I'd trade in those mediocre sex sessions for uh for an education any day. So you know, yeah, I would agree with you on that for sure. I wish I took school more seriously as well, to be honest with you. I think that's something that uh that I look back on life. It's not necessarily that I'm ashamed of it, but I, I think the thing that I only have shame for is that I didn't try. Cause it, it's right, like, it, was, it was, it was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you could have thrived academically. Yeah. I tell kids all the time it, when I meet young kids, I'm like, yeah, like high school, like it matters. Like people are like, yo, high school doesn't matter. I'm like, academically it does though. It does. I think, I, yeah. And honestly, academically it does but i just think for the experience you know what i mean like being in in that in that zone in your life i think is is uh is very important for some people especially people that don't have like family and you know or siblings i I think it's important you know it's a big part of communication and getting along with the rest of the world for sure um next question uh one thing what do you admire the most about mom and what do you admire the most about dad? Um, damn, damn, teardrops. What yeah. are we, six minutes in? That's got to be that's got to be a new record for the show. Actually, no, Mike. No, no, no. Michael cried like two minutes into an episode once. It's all right, baby. Let those tears fly, baby um you good yeah no it's it's a great question um I admire mom's ability to be kind Mm. after not having a very kind upbringing I admire um her drive to constantly challenge herself and 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 get out there and when she wants something she goes for it i admire her work ethic yeah um and uh who she is as a mom right. yeah i would say thing of my mom's mom's a hustler like in the in the best she's awesome bro in the best of ways yeah. you know yeah and and the reason i got emotional when you asked me that is because i think now as i'm getting older i'm i'm realizing how much it takes to actually be good after life hasn't been so nice to you yeah um and 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 for dad i admire his his compassion uh his patience i admire his ability um to create through word the way he talks to people um and I, I, I admire, I admire them both for this. I, I admire them for their ability to nurture. You know, I think, um, the thing about dad, I would say I admire the most is um, his ability to make people feel good around him, even yeah. when he's not. Yeah. In a good space. Yeah. You know, like uh, I admire his people pleasing skills, which isn't a good thing, but I, I, yeah. I do admire people pleasing skills. He's but it's just- a co- it's a coping me- it's a coping mechanism for him, though. I think I think I think entertaining people and and being nice to people is a coping mechanism because let's be honest, neither one of them are are you know 
bad people in any sense, but they have their they have their days, you know. Yeah, no. I mean, they're humans. I think the older you get, the more you realize that parents are human beings, you know. Dude, I, I think about it all the time. How old dad was when he had me, and how old I am now in my life, and like, holy shit, my dad was this age when this was happening to me, and you connect, you connect. Um, but yeah, I I, I I admire them both deeply. All right, cool. I, I, neither one of us would be here if it wasn't for them. For sure. All right. So this is a complete curveball of a question, though. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry. Sorry. I got emotional. Right? No, it's all good. It's all good. This one will probably. I love mom and dad. Mom and dad, I love you. Probably this one. Yeah, they won't love you after this question. In In what ways did mom or dad let you down? Uh, I, uh, I, do you want Do you want me to go first, or do you want to think? Do you, Do you want to go first? If you have something. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I, whatever wherever they let me down, I I've I've forgiven them because they made up for it again. Right. I think I think I think parenting, I think as a child looking at your parents, you idolize, you demonize and then you and then you you humanize them again. Yeah. I think I think there were times when I was younger where mom was really stern and and a, and a powerful force that maybe I could have gotten a little tenderness out of her that I would have appreciated. And I think dad sometimes was too soft on us. You know what I mean? And I think I think him putting his foot down on me a little bit might have helped me um, not avoid some situations, but I think I think it would have been it would have been beneficial for me to have a, a little, a, a little bit more of a fierce kind of super. Yeah. 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 I would say, yeah. Uh, I think mom, um, when she wouldn't let me move back into the house, but let Michael move back into the house. <laughs> that That's the biggest one. I was Mike, Mike was coming with bread though. I think, I think I, had... oh, no, no, she let, here's the story. She let Michael stay there cause he's cleaner than me. I, right. I I was going to pay. I had a job, but she was like, no, nah, like you're too messy. Yeah. But she was like, no, we don't want anyone living with us. And then like two weeks later, I see like Michael's living there. The so, the less politically correct answer, because I obviously they're mom and dad, so I, I never want to bad mouth them in any way because oh, I don't think it's bad mouth. I, no. I just think it's sometimes I, 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 honestly, yeah, honestly, the way that they treated each other sometimes, I think it was the most disappointing. That's a good, that's a good answer. I, I, wish, I wish there were moments where they were really going through it, that they, that they loved each other more. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say, I, I would say, I wish I didn't see as much of it, like, as we did. Yeah. I admire, like, I admire mom and dad a lot, but there's like one point where it's just like, do you guys need to argue in front of us? Yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of rough because they and I'm guilty of that. I've done I've done I've argued too. With, yeah, I've I've argued in front of my children, you know, with their mom. I, it's uh it's it's never a good tactic, but I I yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I, I I made it into a bit, but I remember I remember one time mom and dad were arguing uh-huh. and, and mom was like she like uh grabbed like a scissor and I must have been like maybe twelve or thirteen years old, right? Like, like I'm playing Madden and she was like if your father tries to come back into this apartment I'm gonna cut his pee-pee off right and just went 
And I was like, I was like, all right, damn, goddamn. Like, you know, I was like, I'll tell you him. You felt that. You yeah. felt that. Yeah. Like, I would say that was probably, probably that structure definitely could have helped, but like, you know, you try to remember where they came from and what they went through. And I think dad let me down the most when he tried to kill me with the car. Yeah. Um, he tried to run my, if, for those that don't know, my dad tried to run me over in a car once uh, because yeah. he thought I was upstairs making fun of him, which just wasn't true at all. Right. Well, think I about mean, what's going to happen. Think, <laughs> think about what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's probably going to try and kill me now. No, no, no. But I, I would say, yeah, like I think I agree with you, like the structure of stuff. You know what I do wish is that like we kind of all sat down and ate dinner all the time. It's not that we didn't do it all the time, yeah. but like sometimes it was just like dad would cook and just like lay out plates. Yeah. And then it's coming there like animals. And right. Just, yeah, but that and that wasn't on them. I, I no, it was I, everyone's it was schedule. On us. That was more on us. We just, yeah. you know what I mean? We didn't prioritize that. But dude, do you know how fortunate we are, man, to be raised by those two people? Yeah, no, they're great. They're great. And I do. It's, it's such a, it's such a, a, a blessing to have yeah. two people that care about you, to have anybody that cares about you. But look, look, man, mom and dad have done more for me than any other people in the world. Um, so whatever I've ever been disappointed in them about, I've, 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 I've forgiven them for, you know, did I, did I ever tell you the time I told dad that and he flipped out, you fl- told him what? um I, I we were talking about so there's little things that you could say to our dad that like pops our mom like you know our mom be like, yeah. yeah 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 so i remember one time i was <laughs> i was asking him for um it was like to go away for a weekend with a couple of friends and like i i, I needed some money to like yeah. go. and it, it it was like um you know, like my friends were all going like skiing or we were, they were going to fire Island or something. I wanted to go, but I can't afford it. I didn't have money. Like some of my friends had money. <laughs> so I go, dad, I was like, yo, can I have this? And he was like, no. And I was just like, why? And he was just like, because like, I don't want to do that for you. Like, he's like, you know, like he didn't say it that way, but he was like, basically he was trying to say every other thing to say, like, I can't afford it. So that's like a prideful thing, right? Like, I feel like he he can't come out and say like I don't have the money for it because he doesn't want it. It's a prideful thing. Yeah. And he was, I was like, and he was like, nah, like I can't, like I can't do it. And then I was just like, damn, dude. I was like, you, I was like, you want to know something, man? I said, if if it was Jared asking for it, you give him the money. And then he was like, what did you say? Yeah. And I was like, if you, if you know, I was like, you know, how many cards you got, Jared? I was like, how many times did you do this? I was like, I don't know. It was like if your favorite Jared came in here. And asked her, asked to go on a trip. I guarantee you do like yeah. a song and dance and give him money. And he fucking flipped out. But it popped mom so good. She was like, ooh, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. She got a big pop out of that one. Yeah, I know, I know, I know we joke about it, but I know that in conversations that you and I have had, that's definitely something that you express that you, you know, that either younger child syndrome or middle, wherever you kind of end up between Michael and Kathy or me and Kathy. But I listen, I I don't think you're wrong. I I think I think that you know they probably were concerned about where I was at in my life because I was I was I was stirring shit up, you know what I mean? And they were like they were probably like, "Oh, Danny's going to be okay," you know what I mean? And Michael's got this and you know, but I I definitely understand why you would say that. You know oh, what God. I mean? It's, it's justifiable. 
Yeah. I was just like, yeah, like, you know, like when he would do like the quick sit up and like never chase you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He like, he thought, like, he thought about it though. <laughs> yeah, he thought about it for real. I was just like, damn, dude. <laughs> I saw mom's face immediately. And because I, I always, like, oh, yeah, she's like, woo. That's fire, bro. I mean, I, I, I've always had the inkling that your dad's favorite um, yeah. was you were first. Well, I was first. And I think I think when you and Selena have kids, I think you'll get a better understanding of of your connection to certain kids. I mean, I have it right now. With, I have it right now with my dogs. Right. And and I and I right. I mean, it's like, like, I, I love like, Sylvia. Like, like, yeah, Silvio comes in, you're like Sylvia, Tony comes in, you're like, What's up, T? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, What up, bro? I mean, kind of, yeah. I think there's a connection that um uh, that that it is different between certain siblings and children and their parents. I think uh, I think we all have that. I think Michael has that with mom. You know okay. what I mean? I think you know. I, I yeah. Think- mom mom has gone on record and said that Michael's her favorite, which like honestly what? logistically doesn't make any sense. But like I get it, I guess. <laughs> it, it, listen, I it, it's you don't choose who you love the most. It just happens. Yeah, but you want to know the thing is, is you don't have to say it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you I'm going to go back to question two and I say that's how mom let me down one time. <laughs> she told me Michael was her favorite. Like, God damn, dude. I was like, everyone's got favorite. She'll switch it up every once in a while. Like one week, Kiana's her favorite. Like one week, you're then, you know, I've had, I've had my weeks. I've had my weeks. Um, what's something you wish you could have told Michael and I when we were kids and why didn't you tell us then? But something I wish I had told you and Michael that when, I didn't. when we were kids. Um, I honestly, man, I'm so thrilled at this point with the way that you two guys have turned out. Um, that I think if I missed anything as an older brother, when you guys were kids, you've made up for it somehow. You know what I mean? I, I probably would have said to stay away from drugs. I know that seems very dare and fucking bumper stickery, but I, but I think that because addictive personality runs in our lives and yeah. in our, in, in our DNA and blood, I probably would have said, stay away from booze, stay away from drugs, um, and and get this shit sorted first before you pardon. Because I also am a believer that a certain po- amount of partying is okay. You know uh, what I mean? I thought you were about to say a certain powder is okay. I mean, shit. I, but that was the point is that. I, I mean, I partying, th- I think, partying with your brothers is kind of fun, but in the back of your mind, you're like, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I think later on, once I caught drift that you guys were already experienced, I felt more comfortable. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, me. I don't, I, I was, I don't think I was ever that brother that was like, yo, hit this, and I no, no. I, I was no, never no. like that. I was never like that. I, I, you know, I used to say like, yo, if you're gonna smoke, you know, you know, get it from here. It's safer. If you're gonna yeah. do this. You know, later on, I think when you and I kind of reconnected more as adults, as grown men, I think if I had given you some advice earlier on, it may have benefited. But, you know, you're going to choose the lane, dog. You're going to you're going to go where you want to go. And and in the end, 
your 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 brothers that were around you, your friends had more of an impact on you than I did. Yeah, for you know, sure. You kind of got to let go of the leash, you know, and and uh, and I wish and I wish that I, I I probably had instilled that earlier. Maybe maybe the fear of it, you know. But I concealed my addiction and, and my abuse of that. I think you know what I mean. So you guys never saw me at my lowest. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. And maybe if you had seen it earlier, you probably would have been like, yo, I ain't fucking with that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I really don't remember ever like seeing you like fucked up or anything. Oh no, that's not true. One time you came home, and uh, drunk. Though. Yeah, drunk, drunk, drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And peed your pants. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Shit, I peed my pants this morning. I don't know. You were like, "Yo, what are you doing in the bathroom?" I was like, "Yo, this is your bedroom, dude." And you're like, "Oh, damn, for real." I, I think like, I think that, I think that's it. What would you What would you want me have uh, to have told you as an older brother? Because you guys were openly critical of my absence and things like that. Where there were times where you guys were going through shit, and I felt it. I I knew I knew that I had missed some crucial time with you guys. What What would you have wanted from me as an older brother when you were younger? Uh... You could lay it on. However, you know, bro, you know my my skin is thick. Rhinoceros. I would, if I had to put like if I had to do one, it's probably multiple things. If you really think about it, like like if it's one thing, like I, I feel like people aren't like digging deep enough, you know. Um, but I always think that maybe it could have been more like non cliches, like yeah, like all right, like do good in school or like do this yeah. or like whatever and then like i would kind of see like the total opposite kind of right, right. So it, it would kind of just be like no nah, like that seems way cooler like you know what i mean like you you were portraying yeah, I, ma I made it i made it look cool to not go with the program but now that you said that bro i think the greatest piece of advice that i didn't give you that i could have given you would have been like don't do it like me because i fucked it up yeah just because because take the advice from me because I am the proof that if you do it the way that I did it, you're going to fuck it up. You know yeah. what I mean? That's probably the best advice I could have given you guys. And I think sometimes I said that because there were times where yeah, you there were times where you would be like, bro, why the fuck am I gonna listen to you? You're fucking you're you're, you're halfway out. And I and I probably would have responded and been like, because this is what happens yeah. if you don't fucking listen to me. Yeah. And you try to be like me instead of the opposite. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would say, though, it's not like uh, could have told me something. Definitely. I feel like you could have been around more when I was a kid, but right. that's just how your thought process works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was always like when you would come, like all my friends would think you were like the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> like with like Jared's celebrity appearances where actually, you know, it's one of those things, but. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think you ever really you never steered me in a wrong direction you know I'd be lying to say that you know tried not to man I really did I think that's why for a while I, I did distance myself because I was I was going through some shit that I didn't want you guys to see and I don't think I would have done a good job of concealing that if yeah if I, was I mean I mean we, we all saw some crazy stuff but like you know it's yeah everyone's journey is kind of different like you said even like how you feel with your parents it's like 
you idolize, criticize, and then internalize or humanize. Yeah, humanize. That's what, yeah, that's what you said. You internalize, then humanize. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, no, it kind of makes sense. You know, you don't really realize what people are going through until you kind of been through life a little bit. Yeah, you don't know what someone that's forty three with kids feels like until you're forty three with kids, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's All it. right. that's why that's, a lot of people can't connect and understand each other. It's true. Um, what's your favorite childhood possession? I know mine. You fucking desecrated them. What was that? So when I all right, guys. So for those listening, when I was born, I was presented a, a an Ernie doll from Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. So I was I loved this Ernie doll. This guy, this Ernie was the man. And then I don't know what possessed Jared to do this one day. Because this is what you guys gotta understand. Jared's almost 10 years older than me. So he must have been like 10 or 11 years old, you know, still young enough to make like weird mistakes and shit. But he took my Ernie doll and like gave him a fucking marine haircut. Yeah, I gave him the high inside. Yeah, yeah, you gave him a flat top. Why'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> it's, I mean, it I'm looked not... like a real haircut. Like, were you practicing yeah. to like give your friend a haircut? Or like I you just, just like, I just hair? I I had scissors and I saw that his shit wasn't right. And I was like, let me let me hit line my shit up real quick. <laughs> yeah, fucking Ernie <laughs> Ernie turned into fucking Ernesto. Got <laughs> a fucking like uh like a skin, like a high and tight fade and shit. The taper. Yeah, he had a ta- he had a taper and he had a fucking he had the 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 pencil, yeah. the pencil fucking side. I'm, I'm fucking dead, bro. That shit is crazy. Uh my my favorite childhood possession. Probably like oh, man. Eddie and the cruisers tape or something. No, no. Guys have never seen Eddie and the Cruisers. Watch Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah, watch Eddie and the Cruisers. Uh, my favorite childhood possession. Um, might have been like a bike or some shit. Um, oh, you know what it was? You know what I always get amped up when I think about? It? I had a Night Rider, Hot Wheels, Big Wheel. Oh, nice. Like Kit? It was Kit. It's Kit, bro. It had yeah. the front with the fucking thing on it. With the little sticker that looked like the vroom, vroom. yeah, e brake and coming sideways on them, yeah, that 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 was a that was a that was definitely something that I that I vividly can remember loving the shit. You remember, out. you remember when you got it? Was it your birthday or something? It might have been. It might have been Christmas. I feel like that was a big gift. That might have been a Christmas thing. I don't remember who got it for me, but I remember that pulling up on that thing i, I felt like somebody. yeah i was my i was michael knight yeah. and, then, and then you had a kid like three weeks later and then yeah and then you i had to get a real car then i actually drove my kid home from the hospital on that three baby head just bobbling around all this shit I really don't understand how those are actually legal to like let your kids drive around because you know they're car they're legitimate cars no, no, this was a pedal joint, dog. Oh, this was not a power wheels. This is not power wheels. Oh, I thought it was power wheels. This was wheels. a big wheel. A big wheel was a trike with the two small tires in the back, yeah. big tire in the front, and the shit rose up like this. And my shit was night ridered out, and it was fire. Like menace I never, I never, I don't think I ever had a big wheels, a power wheels. I never had a Power Wheels. Eliz- Biz had a, a Power Wheel. She had a she had a Barbie Power Wheel. Yeah, I we had that because I remember like 
I was close enough in age that I, I could kind of push the whip. You so get I, in it? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Fit in a power wheel, push the whip. That was fire. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, power, power wheels were a big deal. Power wheels were a big deal, but they were too expensive. I remember, like, if your family had one, they just had one, and everybody yeah. was trying to whip that shit. You know what I mean? Like, Let me look up how much power wheels cost. Now? Oh, four or five hundred. Um, because you could get some dope shit. Yeah, I mean, you can get a Lamborghini, a Lamborghini one for two hundred bucks. Yeah, really? Yeah, you can get an all-wheel drive buggy, uh, a kid car for that's like eight hundred. Yeah, it's gonna cost you definitely a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, three hundred bucks for a Jeep Wrangler power wheel. God damn! How much dude, is like a Jeep wagon or the Range? I'm surprised the Lambo one is that is that is that affordable? You can get a Lamborghini Urus. At Walmart for one eighty nine. I'll count one of those tomorrow. I know, right? And just sit on the back. I just sit on the back. Yeah, hell yeah, damn dude, I'm gonna fucking buy one of these. <laughs> Listen, you and Selena get to it, bro. You gonna have those shits all over the fucking house? It's gonna be fucking Forza in here. I think about that all the time. Just you with a baby. It's gonna be fucking epic. I'm gonna crush being a dad. Yeah, I think you're going to be a very good dad. I feel I feel like you're going to be neurotic. You're yeah, going to go- I, will, I will be at points. Yeah, I'm just going to not like-, like if like people tell like uh, like tell tell me about like my kid. It's going to piss me off. Uh, I'm sure everybody feels that way. Just be like, yeah, like it's like this. I'm going to like, I'm gonna kill you. Showing up to school trying to strangle fucking other kids, not even teachers. Oh, that's going to be the worst. I think that's my biggest fear. And I think it's Selena's biggest fear to like have our kid come home one day and just be like, uh, somebody bullied me today. Yeah, I worry about that with you all the time. Because it's it's, like that's going to break your heart. Yeah. Their character. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I mean, I I, I think part of it is quintessential to growing up. Um, But, I feel like, yeah, I might, I might lose. I might choke a little kid out. Yeah, dude, I'll beat up a ten-year-old for sure. Uh, were you ever bullied? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I, get it, get it, get down, go. And did, and did you ever bully anyone? Never bullied anybody. I mean, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I, I, I can. I. It's probably it's probably safer to assume that being a young, arrogant teenager. I probably I probably did bully somebody, but it wasn't in it wasn't with intention. I think it was just a bunch of thirteen year old, fourteen year olds being pricks. Yeah, I like, got I, I got never, I never like I never like beat someone up. Oh, never! I ne- no no oh, never. I, I was never really. That's not really in my nature to like do that. You know, I got I got I got bullied. It, it was us- it was usually coming for like upperclassmen. I never got tried by anybody my age because I, I I I'd hit you in the head with something quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I, I'm sure I had bully moments, but it wasn't like you know, like let's rip his underwear off and like show his penis to the whole school. Right. You know and if I, mean? I bullied somebody, it wasn't like the less popular kids. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't target those kids. I like those kids. You know who I got bullied by in in school? Other teenage girls, bro. Yeah, girls are mean. <laughs> At that age, custom, bro. Yeah. I remember I would be sitting there on my throne just talking shit. As soon as like a pack of like teenage girls would come in, I'd get quiet real quick. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, I, don't no, I, don't no, I don't want no parts of these girls. These girls look mean as a motherfucker. 
All right. Listen, our guys over at BetterHelp, listen, we know everything we need to know about BetterHelp on this show. You guys know they've been with us for a long time. BetterHelp is amazing. Thing I love about BetterHelp is two things. One, it could be anonymous. I don't have to put my camera on. It could just be my voice. Uh, sometimes I don't think I look that pretty and don't really, you know, sometimes I feel awkward when I'm sharing things to someone I don't know and I have to like look them in the eyes and then do it over the computer. Uh, that's what I love about it. Um, the privacy and the confidentiality of it is, is great. How secure it is. Um, and guess what, you know, um, people out there are having a hard time finding a licensed therapist. Uh, better help has so many to choose from fill out a questionnaire about what kind of treatment, uh, you're in search for and what you're seeking and up to 48 hours, they're going to match you with somebody. I've been on record here saying they match me with somebody faster. I'm not saying that that's happens all the time, but for me, they match me with somebody super duper fast. Um, and this is the thing, like everybody doesn't really have a way to find affordable health insurance, uh, options, uh, to even get into a therapist office or a psychologist office and all that stuff. Uh, it's very difficult right now. A lot of people are booked up, especially since COVID. Um, and this is a great way to get you actually introduced to therapy. I think it's a great introduction um, to the actual world of therapy and going and getting uh, help, uh, especially when it comes to mental health. I've been very transparent about my struggles with mental health. And, uh, you know, I think everybody could benefit from at least having one session in their life. So why don't you give it a shot for one session if you're on the fence and see how you like it. And uh, and listen, make your brain your friend. Everyone's brain should be their best friend because it's the most important thing we got going uh, every day. It drives us. Um, it keeps us engaged, keeps us uh, up and down, but finding the best ways to manage. My big thing is I needed to learn a lot of coping mechanisms and I was able to do that. Um, and BetterHelp was a big part of that. So if you visit BetterHelp.com slash LOPS, L-O-P-S, today, you can get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LOPS to get 10% off your first month now. Okay, well, let's get back to the show. Um, what's your love language? Physical affection. Okay, yeah. I think mine is like gift giving. Yeah. I like to, I like to give gifts. I like to give gifts cuz I feel like I didn't get all the gifts I wanted at, like as a kid, but I got pretty damn like close to whatever I wanted. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I was spoiled in that, right? So like I I, I like to spoil people cuz I feel like I was kind of spoiled. Yeah. With like the things that I wanted unless it was like, you know, some money to go away on a ski trip with my friends then. So so is so I I I feel like I always get confused about like the the process of love language. Is love language what someone speaks to you or what you speak to someone else it's what your love language is do you know all of them no what there's are five. there's five love languages <laughs> acts of service mm -hmm. right uh receiving gifts or giving gifts quality time words of affirmation and physical touch Physical touch and service for me. Yeah, I think I think as as my what I like to give out. Yeah, so I would say like acts of service and gift giving are my two. But yeah. I'm pretty affectionate too. I like I like touch. I like touchies. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big. I like to punch, I like to punch. and punch. Uh, what's your biggest worry these days and why? Hmm. Biggest worries these days, probably my next step professionally. Okay. Um, how that will line up my next five years or my next three. I think that, I think that's it. Money's not such an issue. Money, money I'm doing okay with. Um, but I think uh, I think my next decision professionally, whether or not it's going to be a combination of of happiness and and getting paid for it, or is it just going to be this is what I do for work, this is what I do for my passion, and then keeping those things sideways. I've I've come to realize uh, uh, keeping those things separate. Sorry, I, I've come to realize that. I might not get paid for the things that I'm most passionate about. And right. I have to, that. Okay. I, I, I might get, I might make a ton of money for something that I'm not passionate about, but I'm great at and is, and it's a good job. And then, and then this. Right. Passion. You know what yeah, I mean? No, I think it's a lot of fun to find those like small things. To, I, I feel like they help manage stress in a way with, yeah. you know, when, when things are fun and, and when things are, are, are a little bit loose. Yeah, but like having the structure of like, you know, a job and doing the whole thing. Although it can be stressful, it's kind of nice to have that. Um, like, not sense of security, but like kind of like you built towards that. So like that's why it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It keeps you motivated to like yeah, kind of yeah. go to either the next level. You know what I mean? So they even be able to be motivated is is a luxury at times what about for you um that's a good question um i just i I reversed it like uno i think my yeah it was uno reverse i think just getting as healthy as i can but not like trying to do it overnight you know i feel like uh, a lot of people make that mistake they try to get healthy overnight and it's like yeah one thing goes wrong and then they're like, Oh, I can't even do this. Right. So I just been trying to introduce like healthier things to my life, like little by little. I think uh, now that I'm married, it's like, Oh, like I actually have to stay around for like the long run. You know what I mean? So I guess it's that and, and staying on top of things and being driven with work and getting myself to a point where I'm comfortable enough to like, like I'm not gonna lie, like I make a good living, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm comfortable. Yeah. But like, you know, I wanna be like comfortable to the point where I can have a little more fun when like I have kids and shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. You well, know, I'll, like, tell you, I'll tell you this, man. Like I want di- like when we were growing up, like Disney was never really a reality. You know what I mean? Like I, our parents work hard, they just couldn't afford it. They had like five kids and shit. But like you know, I would like for that to be like a reality. Yeah. Like I, I, I think people get this sense of, and I think a part of it's like my fault because I do like nice things and like other stuff. But like I sold like another half of my shoe collection because I, it just came to me. It was like, you don't need, you don't need all this stuff. You 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 know, it's like you have enough shoes. You could wear. I could wear Air Forces every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't need to keep up with the Joneses. I'm 34. Like, I don't need to have the hardest sneaker on the street to, like, 
do this and right. do that. And I, yeah. you know I mean? and I think also what people don't understand is like that's been your your wave since you were a kid. You like, oh, yeah, sneakers, you know what I mean? Like, you liked having you know nice clothes. You, it's it doesn't surprise me that you're a fashionable, fashionable person now. You can yeah. afford it now, you know what I mean? But you know, again, bro, I, I, I think. Uh, I just want to be comfortable, though, bro. It's like I don't want to, I don't want to be a gajillionaire, multi fajillionaire. No, listen, a very a very successful friend of mine and I had a conversation yesterday regarding this, and that person asked me, "Hey, what do you want?" And I go, "Bro, what you have, I just want a lighter version of it." Right? This guy's got three luxury cars in the garage, a house that is looks like something out of a fucking you know like your mtv cribs you yeah. know what I mean? like it, it's like uh, it's it, it, his level of success is amazing and yeah. he shares it with everybody he shares it with us all the time but i don't need that you know what i mean so yeah, I, I just want i just want like you said something that i can leave to my kids when i'm gone something that shows them that hard work does pay off if you do the right thing with it because you can work your ass off and still fuck it up. But, but yeah. And, and the, and the thing that I was going to say to you, bro, is like, you know, everybody thinks their list has to have multiple things on it that you have to check off, you know, in order to start improving your life, bro, write one thing on that list. Yeah. I, I, look, I look at life like baseball. How so? It's like, if you achieve, 30% of the things you want to do in life. Your Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know? like Yeah, and people love you. And people love you. And it's yeah. like, oh, you know, like, if I could just do 30% of all these things I want to do in my awesome. life, like, that's, 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 that's good enough for me. It's like, you know, yeah. like, will I be remembered as the greatest of all time? No. But, like, no. Beanie Siegel said it great. I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. Amen. And, and, and I've, and I've always kind of, it's funny that you say that because I've always looked at it as like, you could look at life as a free throw shooter or as a baseball player, right? You get on base three out of 10 times, hall of fame. Yeah. You miss you, you hit three out of 10 free throws. Nobody remembers you. No, they you remember you for being bad. They remember you for being one of the worst free throw shooters ever. So yeah. it's kind of like how you it's it's you can look at it either way. It depends which the way you compare what sport to, to life. You yeah, know? I'm a pro at life. I'm a pro at life. I'm not. I'm not. I I'm say not that all the time. Favorite. I'm not I always say that. Yeah, but I'm a pro at life, bro. I'm I'm here. My stats are decent, and I'm still better at it than most people are. You know what yeah, I, mean? so I look I'm at good. it like this. It's like. There's one thing, and I think I do get it from mom. It's like, oh, I'll be okay. Yeah. You know, I'll figure it out. There there hasn't been something that's happened in my life that I haven't been able to figure out. Yeah. Which is, you know, I'm not a, like, a sit-around sulker dude. I'm yeah. like, all right, so, like, all right, how do, how do I, what do, what's next? What do I do next? How do I fix this? How do I, how do I fix my life in this moment? You know, yeah. I'm just, how do how do I do that? You know, right. and I think everybody has to go through life, um, with some naivete, you know, to like kind of get to a point where 
you have to learn. You have to be a naive at some point in your life to learn anything. Yeah. You know, when, when it comes to life experiences. Or, or yeah, just be comfortable with being naive or ignorant to something like it's, it's, you know, ignorant maybe might be the right word because it has more of a negative connotation to it. But it's, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's perfectly okay to admit that you don't know and then be enthusiastic about learning that. I, I agree. Um, what's your hidden talent? Do you have one? Hidden talent. Um, hidden talent. I'm a good writer. I I yeah, I don't. Yeah, a writer. I'm you a, said. Yeah, I'm a really good writer. Okay. That's cool. I would say I, 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 I draw from... a lot, but I don't like show it. I like to draw for myself. Oh like, no shit! Yeah, I like to draw. Yeah, it's just like it's like little dumb shit, you know. I just like drawing little dumb things. I, I I find so much solace in just drawing some stupid shit, like just freestyle drawing. Yeah, you know, because I'm a shitty artist, but like you know, but in terms of you know being able to draw these things, but I think there's something captivating about like an original of like finding a shitty a, a shitty drawing and and doing it yourself because like i remember uh, mike judge the creator of beavis and butthead i remember listening to an interview of him talking about it and he was like dude like when i first drew beavis and butthead he was like i wasn't good at drawing like you know he's like real honestly if you look at that it's the the art's not good you know but he's like you know, he's like, but it just, you know, I had a little something element. It was different at the time. So like, you know, it, it kind of caught on and people love the characters. Like, I think everybody falls in love with this idea that they have to be fucking great at something for it to work. Right. Like, you don't have to be, you know, like it's, 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 it's all subjective. Like who's great, what's great, what's not, you know, it's, it's all like public opinion bullshit. But if you find like something that, like I said, gives you solace, like just do it for yourself. Yeah. Um. What's the most annoying habit or quality about yourself? Most annoying habit. I'm not, I'm not extremely tidy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could be more tidy. You're, you're Michael's the tidiest of us. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You're I wouldn't say I was I'm, like, fucking donkey kong like way back in third ran over a banana got blue shelled and everything fucking destroyed everything yeah, yeah i wish, I'm I wish I was, you guys laughed at me yeah i wish i was tidier i've i've found a way to kind of to to fix it a bit by owning less shit i think yeah, when i minimize my minimize my belongings it, it makes it easier but i wish i was a little bit tidier okay what's something you wish more people knew about you Um, that I am uh, I'm often struggling you know like I think making them aware of that might might give them someone to reach out to you know not to help me but to but to connect with somebody uh, shout out to uh, this dude, Eric, I spoke to tonight, uh, DM'd me and 
asked me how my day was going and we struck up a conversation. I think he's, it's, it's Rico BTW on IG. Uh, it was very, very available in conversation tonight. And I, and I think admitting that pain and struggle to people isn't, isn't for me, especially isn't a cry for help, but it's, it's a way to let people know, like, Hey, it looks like we're all happy on the outside, but like, you know, underneath we're going through things. Um, and, and maybe you were thinking of a more positive quality, but honestly, at this point in my life, I, I want people to know that I'm going through things and, and that if I could get through it, they could get through it. You think that has to do with getting older? Cause like, how do you feel about getting older? You think that is that what like kind of bothers you? I think it does. I, I think, I think the, the, I think part of me getting older is I wish I was in better physical health. Okay. Uh, but, I, but I can change that. Yes. Um, but I think, yeah, getting older, I think there's, there's societal standards that I've been taught or I've learned, or I put on myself that I haven't hit that place yet. And I think you start to look at it and take it a little bit more seriously when you're in your forties, where you're just like, uh, I, I don't really have this together the way I wish I did. Okay. Um, I like that. How um, about you? Um, that I'm a lot more introverted than people think. Right. Uh, that I'm not as outgoing as it may seem yeah. on the surface. Um, that's similar to that's similar to my answer because, and then what do you do? You go out there and you fucking put on a show for people. Yeah. And, and you meet them and you greet them and you're kind to them. And, you know, like, it's amazing that you can go through an anxiety or panic attack. Yeah. 30 seconds before you get on stage and then get up there and just, you know, blow people's shoes off. You know well, what I, mean? think that's, I think that's, I think that's when I feel most confident. Yeah. Life, is when I overcome those things. When do you feel the most confident in yourself? On stage. Yeah. On stage. When I'm at work and the bell rings and it's go time. It's good. I'm untouchable, bro. No, yeah. nobody's, nobody's cooler than me. No one has more swag. No one has better energy. Nobody. That's yeah. my stage. When I'm on stage, I'm, I'm, I'm king of the world. Okay. I like that answer. Well, it's very similar. You know, like I have more anxiety doing like the normalcy of life than I do doing oh. something that requires me being the center of attention. You know, what I mean? you have to be a little crazy to be a comedian. You have to be. Yeah, I think so. And a little damaged and, and a little fucking and a little weird. You know what yeah, I mean? you gotta be a little weird. I've like, always considered myself I'm a little bit odd at times, but like extremely creative. Yeah. No, I mean, look, bro, what you give to people, I, I hope nobody ever takes that for granted. You know what I mean? I know people will be critical about some of the content and and that's fine. You know, I'm open to that and you should be open to that. But yeah, what you give people is fucking priceless, bro. You know, like, don't get it twisted. Like, if someone puts their hard-earned money into a Danny Lopriori ticket, they earn that money to go and see that, then you should give give, give them a good show. But to be honest, bro, it's 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 almost free how little you charge to have someone come there and laugh their ass off. Nobody's yeah. complaining when they left there. Like, damn, that ticket cost that much? Fuck no. Yeah, no. That's that's what I've been I've been blessed, and I always stay a little bit longer if yeah. I can if, they, if the club allows me to. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I try to like make you can make money doing that and support your wife and your friend. Fuck no. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm my own boss, really. So yeah. you know, I never really you, thought that would be that would be something that that was attainable for me. I don't, you know what I'm saying? And I always said it, bro. When you when you're a performer and you're an entertainer and you want and you genuinely and truly and naturally want to make other people happy, you have to check all your shit at the door. Your life sucks. Mm-hmm. The wife and you are arguing, anxiety's fucking kicking your teeth in. Boom, check it at the door. Now it's time to make these people feel good. Yeah, it's like uh I would never in my wildest dreams let down an audience. Girl. That sacrificed their time. And I know they would understand if really? I came it's like, yo, I'm having horrible anxiety. They'd be like, Yeah, okay, but I've never your fans that. love you so much, bro. They would probably just start fucking sing, singing, let me see your titties. Let me suck your titties, baby. And, and I, did, I, did, I did post recently, though. There was I saw a, that. There's a guy's DC show. So this is for people that come to my shows. Let me see it. Sing it. Yeah. I'm like, it's for like, it's at the end of the set. Like, yeah. I want to send people like home happy when I do that. But if you like heckle me about it during the show, I'm not going to do, do it. it. I'm not yeah. doing it. Because it takes away from the fucking, it takes away from the suspense of it. Yeah, and, it's and just you're like, the only person yelling it, bro. Yeah, you're shut the fuck up. Stop it. I love you. Thank you for coming, but don't fucking ruin it. Yeah, I mean, I, I told him to shut up, though. This, this, <laughs> this Yeah, you need to shut up, though. <clears throat> um, I'm a yeah. human being. I'm not just the suck your titties, man. Yeah, I'm not a fucking dancing monkey up here. I mean, in a way. I mean, in a way, yeah. But... Uh, what's the most rebellious thing you've ever done? quit a job yeah i have a great job quitting story one time i used to work at house of sports which is weird because some guy comes and said yeah, like mentioned that he's like yo you still at house of sports you're like uh, uh no. <laughs> it was like years ago no but i remember one time they they cut my hours to like not basically not give me health benefits so like i was i was working like 39 and a half hours a week Uh-oh. so like 40 was supposed to do it um they asked me to do overtime all the time so i was working 40 hours out you froze up on me all right what about now it's still recording okay cool got you you're back but um house of sports cut your hours yeah so house of sports cut my hours i was working 39 and a half hours a week but they always asked me to do overtime so i was working over 40 hours a week like you know it wasn't my normal schedule but that's what happened then they cut my hours to like 12 hours a week. From imagine going from 39 to 42 hours a week, oh, 12. Fucking devastating, life changing. Yeah. I'm like, how am I supposed to pay not my for, not for the better? Yeah. So I remember he called me. Uh it wasn't even like the main guy. It was like the, his underling at the time. And he was like, Yo, Danny, what's up? You coming in the works today? I was like, no. And he was like, why? I was like, look at the fucking schedule, bro. You cut my hours by like 30 hours. Yeah. I have rent to pay. Like, I can't, I can't just waste time coming in there and doing that. Yeah. Like, well, I think it's pretty unprofessional uh, that you just decided not to come into work today. I go, it's pretty unprofessional that you guys just cut my hours without telling me that you were going to cut my hours. He yeah. goes, but I still think it's like unprofessional that you didn't come in. I go, this is, you want to know something? How's this for unprofessional? Suck my fucking dick. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, what? 
I was like, suck my dick. And I was like, and you tell our, the, our my boss at the time, I was like, and you tell him and his fucking wife that they could both suck my dick. I said, how about that? And then it was like, is anything else? I was like, I quit. Fuck you. Peace. Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you. you. Cool. But yeah, you're cool. Winning stories are the best, though. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I was able to tell my boss to suck my wiener. It was probably one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. I was working at the Food Emporium, and the guy that was running it at the time, rest his soul, just passed away recently. Was just a fucking ball breaker, and I kind, I, I felt like this guy was just always on my case, and I probably deserved it. I was probably just a seventeen-year-old fucking slacker, just bumming around the fucking Food Emporium. I sucked at jobs like that too, dude. I I, I quit Stu Leonard's because of that shit. I was like, in produce and shit. And this motherfucker comes up to me and says something while I was like in the middle of already doing a task. And then he made like another slick comment. I don't know. It was something just like, he was like, just do what I tell you to do or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, fuck you, bro. And just like slammed down the mop stick, like push the fucking water bucket, like awesome. spilled all over the place. It's like fuck this place. I'm out. Uh, that was it. Any any other rebellion after that? No, not really. I wish I had more. Yeah, I wish. And uh, yeah, like I remember one time, like uh, in school, I threw a full trash can out of a window because this fucking teacher wouldn't give me a sixty five. She gave me a sixty four. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you're gonna give me a sixty four? She could have gave me sixty. She could have gave me a sixty five, dude. Like, what the fuck? She could have given me 65. Could have given me 65. She gave me 64. So I said, Oh, yeah, that's how it's going to be. I just picked up an entire one of those big blue, like recycling with the big open top trash bins that like started to make their way. Like they became popular in like the early to like mid 2000s. Yeah. Big blue recycling thing. I picked it up. I walked it into her classroom and threw it out of a third story window. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that was pretty rebellious and stupid of me. Um, what? Um, I got a couple more. I got a couple more. Good, let's do it. I'm uh, enjoying this. Um, hmm. What's a mean comment someone made to you at any point in your life that still sticks with you today? Will you knock it off? Not not that. That wasn't it. Cash over here obsessively licking my hand. Um, I don't want to be with you. Just get over it. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, that one that fucking hurt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I've been I've been called. I mean, dude, fucking. Yeah, you know, I've been called all types of shit. I, I, I don't know that. That to me, that to me was probably the toughest. You know what I mean? That to me was probably the toughest. Um, I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was in gym class and we were playing floor hockey. And my nails were really long at this mm-hmm. time. And we were playing floor hockey and somehow I scratched this girl. Yeah, I scratched her. And she was like, ow. She was like, your fingernails are so long and disgusting. Uh, so I was like, 
damn, bro. And yo, for some reason, every time I clip my nails, I think of this bitch. Yo. Yo, yo, she's implanted weekly fucking regimen, this girl. Childhood trauma, bro. Childhood trauma. She was like, oh, your fingers are so long and gross. I was like, damn, son. I was like, so now every time I go and get like a mani pedi or I do it myself, I'm I this I always think of this girl. It's so funny, man. Like small things of, like that. I'm like, yeah, who's gross now? You fucking bitch. Like cutting it's so mouth. funny that coincidentally both of the, the most hurtful comments we've ever had were from like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yo, know, girls, girls be hitting you right here, darling. Girls, girls are mean. Mean girls. <laughs> just the mean ones. The other ones are cool. Um What's um? What is? I want to ask this question. I want to ask it differently. Um, If salary, talent, and experience didn't matter, what job would you most want to have? Oops, sorry, Cashy. If salary, talent, and experience, yeah, didn't matter. What job would you most want to have? I already know what what mine is. What's yours? I would want to like be like a really well known like uh like a like a like a carpenter or like somebody that could do something with their hands because I feel like I don't know what it is like I don't feel like a man because I can't do anything with my hands. <laughs> you know, like I could fix I could fix like a toilet, right? Toilet I could fix because dad taught me to fix the toilet. I could unclog a sink because like dad taught me how to do that. Yeah. But like if anything goes wrong and or haywire that that some you got to call somebody. Fix, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Dude, I can't even put I can't even put a bed together. Like I it's want- really bad. Like I, I, I oh, really? dude, I can't. I can't do it. I'm terrible at it. Like uh, I remember one the answer time, I was expecting out of you. Yeah, Selena, yeah, Selena bought us uh, at my last apartment. She <laughs> bought us a uh, lawn like a uh, patio furniture, and I put it together backwards. Yeah, you did. And it was like I stripped all the screws and shit. Like I fucked now, it. Now, now you're just sitting and everything like this. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like taking a shit, but like facing the other way. <laughs> you're like strad- straddling yeah. the fucking toilet, facing the wall. Butters just, from South Park just putting like a, a newspaper on top of the fucking shelf. It is, if you really think about it, shitting on a toilet backwards is kind of nice. make more sense. Yeah, because you can put like a book on there. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a countertop. Yeah, it's a little desk. I'm trying it right after this. Yeah, I might. It, if I knew that my penis wouldn't touch like that part where all like the pee builds up, I would do it all the time. But like, it, there's like dookie back there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. I'd have to do an extreme wipe down. Uh, do you flush if you if you pee while you poop? I always flush. I pee first, flush, then poop. Yeah, because I'm worried about the plop and the and the pee pee water getting on my, my yeah. junk. I don't want to take pee pee water through my ain. That's one of my biggest fucking things. Like, and I'm sure this is common. It's just like if my junk gets anywhere near the water in a toilet, I'm fucking, I'm pissed. Yeah, I, got, I get upset. That skews me out something something ridiculous. You know, but what's kind of cool though is every once in a while you do have that dump that ma- that goes bloop. Yeah, they're so rare. Yeah, it's like it does this one. Yeah, it's like bloop. I love those. It's yeah. like one. Of my, it's one of my. Fa- I, I. It's probably been years. Yeah, since I've had a bloop. Uh, yeah, I, I feel. Like, yeah, I. I can't remember the last time I had a good sound effect one. Fucking. So what's the question? 
no experience, no salary. And what was the other part of it? What was the other segment? Of uh, like no talent. Like no it, talent. It's just something that you would like want to do. Probably play ball professionally, just baseball. Yeah. Yeah, you could just like travel. But, but the thing is, is like, I don't want to go out there and fucking get booed all the time. No, uh, but like, this is what people don't understand. Like, I'd be, I'd be an artist. I'd be some type of artist that can sell their work. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. you just like pursue stuff like that, like yeah, because you don't get like, you don't get cheered as an artist. You get praised and you get you get followed and you get and you get people that that you know that that critique your shit at a high level. That's fine. But like, I wouldn't want to go out on a baseball field if every time I came out, people were like, oh, here goes this fucking yeah. piece of shit. Now, you know what I would also like too, like to like own a flea market. Okay. Like okay. Just have, like, just have a little passer gypsy passerbys come by and like sell like their shirts and stuff. Just like just like you just walking around with an unlit cigar, like half smoked. Yeah, and like suspenders that look like fucking George yeah. R. R. Martin just checking in on everybody. Collecting rent from their fucking from their little yeah. tents and booths. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honey, you owe me for two weeks. Either that or like I would operate like a like a drive-in theater. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, just like weird shit. Like I would want to do weird jobs. Like everyone's like, you know, like you know, I want to be like a lawyer. Like I would, I would. The only time I would want to be a lawyer is if they were like, "Yo, this person's on trial for murder." Yeah, have to defend them. Like I would, I would take that on. Yeah, I would take that on. I feel like I could put up a good argument in in, in a courtroom. What's the job you would never want to do? I mean, I'm sure there are a bunch, but it's just like. Jobs that you see, like, and keep it simple, like on some day to day shit. Like, obviously, you don't want to be a guy that works in a sewer. You know yeah, I mean? like, oh, like those guys that like work those weird ass oil jobs, uh, and like the fucking middle of the ocean and shit. Yeah, like, like yeah, nobody wants to do that. Covered in grease, just moving huge fucking shit. Yeah. They could die at any second. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. what what daily common job would you just be like, absolutely fucking not? Uh, honestly, fucking food service. I'd be so bad at that shit. What my job? <laughs> yeah. So really? was like, yeah, you gotta be on your feet for twelve hours. I'm like, dude, like I do stand up for an hour and like my dogs are barking like right after that. Right, you're tired already. Yeah, just being like, um, you know, there's there's not like uh can I have another Shiraz? This one's like not as good as like the last one, or like oh, something's wrong with my tilapia. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, what a horrible hard business that is. For me, it's like meter maids. To me, yeah, I, think I could, I, I could be a meter. I could be a meter maid because I have enough quick wit to like get back at somebody. I feel like you would be an amazing meter maid. Yeah, dude, I'd be a fucking boss. Because, because, because you like busting people's balls enough to be like, I could do this professionally. Yeah, dude, I would be a great meter maid. I just think in like, terms of just for your shit, just like, yeah, I, I would tell you, bro, I don't make the rules. Sorry. There you go. Go fuck yourself. Like, fuck you, yeah, well, fuck you too then. Because I would, <laughs> I would be a good meter maid because it doesn't involve like performance in terms yeah. of like being a waiter involves like performance and like a lot of people pleasing and it's like uh I don't yeah. know, we pick up these weird norms for ourselves. Right. So it's like, you know, I, I I wouldn't be good at that, like in terms of any kind of food and or restaurant i I could see i could see you like in a pizza shop like you know like doing your thing yeah well well, that's that's what you need 
Yeah, well, that's, yeah. That hey, I can laughs. What's up, cuz? Let me get a calzone. Are you gonna pay me for the fucking last one from last week? You prick. <laughs> you, you, how many fucking calzones you want me to give this fucking kid a calzone? You busting my balls over here. Like, yeah, me. like yeah, that I <laughs> that I could do because that's just like I don't know. There's there's a more human element to it. I just feel like I'm like you never been to you never been to Danny Lobb's Divine Pizza over there on fucking Eppahan Avenue. I feel like well, you do, and I'm not saying this about you. It's just like if I'm like a waiter, I have like this inferiority complex mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, this person thinks I'm their fucking bitch. Like that's there why are times, I, there are times where I feel like that. You know, like I could never be an Uber driver. Like I could. There are times where I feel like that. I, I drove a cab before, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, like, yeah, I feel, I feel like a fucking bitch. Like yeah. literally deep uh, down, there are like, definitely times. I mean, I'll be honest; it happens way less than you think. Yeah. Because I think, I think the majority of the people that that I serve have decency, the common decency, and they're 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 kind. But every now and then, there's all oh, there's always somebody. Yeah. yeah, and 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 again, I'm not saying because it ta- it takes a I think it takes a bigger man than me to do jobs like that. But like, I can't have this feeling of like subservient. Yeah. I'm 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 this fucking guy's bitch. You know, like he's coming over here, like telling me what to do and shit, and like I have to do it. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Oh, dude, dude I I get I get this. I've gotten this before. Yeah, this. I'm like, yo, if somebody does, I, this, I snap right back at him. Yeah. What can I get you? Cause it's crazy how people just do that. Do that like, again. I'll tell you what you'll need is fucking new index finger and a new thumb. I'll tell you that you fucking asshole. Um, all right, so this is the last question. Okay, uh, go. And let's see. I was wondering what your answer would be. What's something that scares you now that you hope you do before you die? Something that scares me now that I hope I get to do before I die. Hmm. What scares me now? uh life i hope i i hope i live it bro <laughs> life scares life scares the shit out of me bro so you, really hope, you hope to do life before you die i hope i i hope i, I, live I hope, three lifetimes already yeah i i no, i hope I, get to do, I hope i get to do life the way that i that i really want to do it yeah you know what I mean? life scares me life scares me life scares me that i'm not doing it the right way uh, life scares me that I'm missing out on opportunities. Life scares me that I'm not, I'm not preparing for the future. But if I had to, if I had to like make it an easier answer, what scares me? That maybe I don't. Not much really scares me, bro. I, and I'm not trying to sound like it's. There's a lot of things that scare me. How about jumping out, jumping out of a plane? I would love to go skydiving. All right. I want to like. I want to like be in the middle of a war zone oh like, like you know what i mean like not not in like a way like be a soldier or anything like oh, i can't do that but like maybe i went and did like a uso show in like afghanistan and like shit kind of like hits the fan a little right. bit yeah. you know what i mean and it's just like and you know what i mean and like i get to feel that fucking rush of like being in a fucking war zone just, you know, you're just like on stage one second, and the next thing you're in like a foxhole. Yeah, and I, I like I'm wearing a. Have the mic. They're like, "What should I do with this mic?" He's like, "Throw it in, motherfucker!" Just, uh. yeah. 
<laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to be like, I want to, that would just be cool to like go there and just be like, yeah, film something in a fucking war zone. That'd be yeah. fucking crazy. I guess, yeah. I feel like no, I would have such more respect for like how like lucky I am for life if I was there and just people were just fucking like shooting fucking what what are those what are those rockets that you throw in a in a in a hole and then they shoot out the mortars mortars yeah people are just going fucking throwing mortars yeah they're like shit cover yeah i feel like yeah. I, i've been so shielded from like a lot of like crazy things that happen in the world i would love to just see a fucking war happen yeah i yeah i i don't know if i shit man I, yeah and i didn't mean to give like a, a bullshit like no generic answer on any of these questions but the truth of the matter is is that the only thing that scares me right now is life damn it's deep and it's kind of scary yeah you know what i would like to do i'd also like to do is swim swim with uh whales that scares the shit out of that's scary like really weird how whales sing isn't that weird And then, like, they, like, like the <laughs> whales are crazy. Um, another thing I would do hot air balloon. I would like to do a hot air balloon at one point in my life, but I, I'll never do it. I'll never go in a hot air balloon. Anything that can be controlled by wind, I don't want to do it. Right. You know? I get uh, it. It used to be submarine until all those fucking people died. I wanted to do a submarine. Yeah, that wasn't really a submarine. That was like, I don't give a fuck. You weren't getting me on that thing. And uh, like, uh, like I would like to be like a clown at a birthday party. Why clowns freak you out? Yeah, they scare the shit out of me. And I feel really? like, yeah, clowns are really scary to me. What I've noticed, I I have a fear weird of weird people. I feel like you have to be a weird person to be a clown. Like you have to be a yeah. weird like no. not John Wayne Gacy. I'm talking just like you got to be a strange dude. Yeah, like, I, I watched Joker again the other day. That is such a fucking. That dude is so great. good in that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie, but it does. It's my over. it's my favorite comic book movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, I'm still a Dark Knight guy, but it it's, up, it? it's that up. and that and the and the first Batman with Michael Keaton. Yeah, want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Yeah, get nuts. You want to get nuts? No, I just like the sound of it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other. Th- oh, you want to know what, another thing that I would do too? That I'm afraid to. You ever see those videos on TikTok where like those guys like crawl through those small ass crevices and like come out the other side to like these beautiful like underground like, like crystallized things? Yeah, yeah. I would want to do that because that's something that you'll never see. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll never see that in person. But I'm way too fucking fat. I can't get in there. I like those flight suits. Oh, those like the squirrel men squirrel fucking thing how those dudes are just zipping through mountain valleys and got fucking blue smoke coming off the top of them they're fucking whipping around corners and shit that's amazing to me like that's like base jump that kind of stuff is like really cool to me but it's like oh man it's too much yeah it's too much like people that like climb mount everest and shit i'm like you like it's hard for me to wrap my mind around things that where you're asking to die yeah yeah (laughs) that Dude, some of that shit that like, you see, like close up footage, those dudes are whipping. Yeah, dude. I saw one of those guys crash full speed into a bridge. Yeah, no thanks. You know, I was like, uh, 
this is this is too much. I would like to get shot out of a cannon though. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah. Shot out of cannon, one of those big ass nets. But I'm always afraid that I would hit the net and bounce out. Bounce back into the cannon. Yeah, bounce back into the cannon and then blow up in the cannon. Another thing too, I would like to do. I would like to fire a, a fucking uh, a Gatling gun. No, oh, I would love that. You know, like but like like uh from like uh, on a tank. Yeah, like like the, the like not, not the ones that go do 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 do. You're talking about the ones that go and just fucking <laughs> yeah, just fire fucking yeah. I'd like to fly a plane. Yeah, but I would like to fly a plane. I I would like to not fly a plane, but like be on the in the back of one where my where my cheeks are going like that. Listen it, just pass out and then wake back up. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking like I'm good, good. It's like we lost you for a second there, Dan. You're like, yeah, but I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, go fucking Mach three in a jet for a little bit. I do that, but I'm afraid. Yeah, fucking pass out from fucking too many knots. It's crazy how much people's faces change when that happens and then when they slow down how it goes just goes back to like who they were i'm like oh my god i even know that's the same person uh another thing that i'm afraid to do i'm not really afraid to do but i've always wanted to do and i've never done i've never won that hammer game at the carnival yeah but i'm afraid i'm afraid to like not do it because it makes me not look like a strong man right so like anyway there's sometimes when I see them, I'm like, I want to do it, but then I'm like, nah, like I don't want people to think I'm weak. Yeah. If I want my wife, you're, you're a big guy. I'm sure you could swing that thing. I could swing it, but like if I went and got so close, like in front of Selena, and I didn't get it, I would feel like way. I, I would feel like less of a man, like less than. Yeah. Think about that. It's like, oh, I'm gonna fail at this feat of strength in front of my yeah. wife. No thanks. Your fucking wife is over there holding your fucking man purse and your fucking. Yeah. In your iPhone, holding my iPhone and my fucking like Mister Incredible doll that I want for it. Yeah. yeah, and you hit and you only get to like fucking wimpy on it. Yeah, and then the fucking guy's like, oh, better like next time that I want to break his fucking face. Yeah, in the like, yeah, what if I hit you in the head with this fucking hammer, Dwight? Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. This guy fucking sleeps in a fucking cardboard box. Going to tell me about life? Is there any is is there any more bigger pieces of shit on this fucking planet than people that are in traveling carnivals? Yo, those people are the fucking scum of the earth, dude. <laughs> That's so those, wrong. Those, those people are pieces of shit. You want to know why? Because they're all <laughs> never meet any of them that are nice. They're always telling jokes about like how you suck and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've never. You're making sixteen dollars tonight. You yeah. fucking piece of shit. I've, ne- I've never, I've never been mad at them for being carnies. But I've been, I've always felt like none of them look qualified to do the job. Yeah, dude. I've never looked, I've never looked at one of them and be like, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm yeah. always like, I don't know, man. Like they never look the part. They're always yeah. wearing a weird vest. Right. Hey Wayne. Hey, what's up, buddy? So let me ask you, what, what's your, what's your protocol? What's the what's the standard steps of procedure for when this thing starts to go off the track? Is like. I don't know. Everybody just dies, I guess. I'm just yeah. like, ah, oh, see, that's not that's Wayne. That's not what I was. That's yeah. not. What I, that's why, like, people are like fucking going to like San Gennaro, and they're like, yo, like, I'm gonna go. I'm not going up in that fucking thing, dude. I'm not doing that. I'm staying down here eating a Zeppeli like a good fat boy. I'm gonna stay down here. Okay. I'll watch you go. You go. Oh yeah, you go. You go do it. You go do it. No, you go do it. Yeah, I'll take a picture of you. But that's how I feel. 
Fucking hate carnies, bro. They're real pieces of shit. Real fucking freaks. They're real gross people. They really are. And like, I try not to be mean on this show, but fuck them, dude. They're so gross. They're so gross. You ever see a carny's hands? They're disgusting. They look like uh, they look like that monkey's paw when you make wishes and one of the fingers go down. it's like uh it gives you a wish but it's like it's like the wish that you didn't think through it's like i want all the money in the world but like makes you sad and like the monkey's finger comes down oh god let me tell you something if if i were you i would never go to another carnival again carny piece of shit after we after we air this episode there is going to be a nation of carnies fucking waiting to fucking kill your ass at a fucking fair Dude, I can't wait to go to the next fair. And I swear to God, the next time anybody says anything to me, I'm going to be like, yo, shut up, you carny piece of shit. I feel like that's one demographic of people you could talk about and won't get canceled for. Imagine I got canceled for carnies. Like carnies rallied together to get me canceled. Right, right, right. right. Anything else that'd be like, no canceling you. They'd be like, oh, Let's have a point. You know, carnies are pretty creepy. Then I would sue carnies, and then yeah. like they would all have to gather their fucking change and coupons together to fucking get a lawyer. <laughs> Guy's gonna have to bring all his fucking ticket rolls together to try and get a lawyer. You fucking son of a bitch! It's raffles. Hey, carnies, bro, they're so fucking mean. They're so mean. Yo, it, it, it's like it's like one of those restaurants where you go and like they're tacky, like. What do you want to eat? Oh, worst thing on the menu. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like cunts. Like, yeah. I, like I, I, like I don't have any. Uh, it's weird. I never go to a restaurant where like I'm gonna pay this girl to be like a douche to me. But like carnies are just fucking pieces of shit, bro. They emasculate the shit out of you. Those fucking mm. assholes. Yeah, I'll I'll mess with guests every now and then. Like, if you look like a bitch in front of my wife, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, fuck this stupid sledgehammer. That's what I'm saying, I, dude. I, I, like, if, met- yeah, 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 yeah. I'll let you finish. But like you know, <laughs> like you're gonna make me take this ball and throw it into this lubricated bucket and lay <laughs> in front of my fucking wife. I'll cut your fucking throat out. <laughs> Don't ever embarrass me in front of my wife when it comes to feats of strength or athleticism. I swear yeah, to God, you I'll, turn around. I will cut your fucking carny throat open. Hey, 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 clown! Your fucking wife look like this? I don't fucking think so, clown. Yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah. Have fun sleeping in that fucking trailer with the bearded lady tonight. You fucking disgusting piece of shit. Emasculate me in front of my wife. Cut your carny fucking fingers off. I cut your carny fingers off. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. Throw a ring like around the bottle. Next time I'm gonna be like, listen. Give me that fucking bear. I'm going to crack this bottle over your fucking corny. I'm going to stuff you into this fucking bottle. Yeah. How about I stuff your fucking dick in this bottle and then I <laughs> smash the bottle on your penis? How's that? Now give me that fucking Clifford the Big Red doll toy and never yeah. speak to me like that. Yeah, and give me my $48 back that I spent trying to win this. Yeah, yeah. And give me my $48 back. And then it's always those guys too with the dunk tank. Nobody talk, talks more shit than dunk tank guys. Dude, I feel like you'd be great at the dunk tank. Oh, no, I'd be great at the dunk tank, but I'm saying like this. If I throw and I miss that thing and you make fun of me in front of my wife, yeah. I'll fucking drown your carny ass. I'm yeah, going to yeah. in there. I, at, the Westchester, at the Westchester County Fair, this guy was chopping on me, and I didn't care about that. He was dissing me, but I spent like 10 bucks trying to hit this fucking target and couldn't hit it, and then just got pissed 
and whipped one like directly at the cage. And the guy, the guy came over, like the, the carny came over. He had like an unlit cigarette in his mouth. He's like, that's it. You're out. And I was just like, fuck you and fuck this guy too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'll be you. back, motherfucker. And he's like, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. The girl's yeah. looking at me like, bro, you just blew like 10 bucks on that. You can't even hit that thing. That's what I'm like, saying, dude. He's like the ball player. I was like, fuck like, I, like, I'd be like, like how like how could anybody want to have sex with me after that? You know what I mean? I'd be fucking emasculated by some fucking piece of shit. What kind some, of man? Smells like gasoline and fucking Marlboro lights. <laughs> Set him on fire. That fucking piece of shit. Hate him. All right, guys. Well, that's been the show. Well, you know that took a turn. <laughs> yeah, that took a turn. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys. Um, thank you guys for watching the show. Hopefully, uh, hashtag pray for Michael. Hopefully, doesn't, hopefully you don't have fucking COVID. You were just with him a week ago. Yeah. But you've had COVID like 11 times. I feel like I get COVID once a week. Well, yeah, I think like every once every three months you get COVID, I feel like. Yeah, I'll be okay. So this is what happens when you work where you work. Yeah. You know, yeah. But other than that, other than that, um, Jared, where can they follow you on Instagram? Jared Priori at Instagram. That's it. God, the Giants are terrible. Um, you guys can follow me at Dan Lopiori everywhere on the internet. Uh, got some big shows coming up. Links to all shows will be in the link in bio. You guys are fantastic. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. I love you guys. And uh, Jared, thanks for being so open and honest with your answers, bud. Appreciate you. Thanks for asking. Love you, bro. Love you too. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> oh, that's not it. I don't fucking know how to use Zoom. Fucking corny piece of shit. Stop video. Fucking corny piece of shit. <laughs>